we're traveling down a dirt road. As you can tell, there's many potholes and <laughs> washboard roads. Berlin Jose is the vice chairman of the Tono Otham Nation. He's also my guide today. We have the beautiful surrounding of the Sonoran Desert. We call it Tono. It means desert. Our name is Tono Otham. Tono is desert. Autumn is people. Jose points to the Palo Verde, saguaro, mesquite, and prickly pear cactus. We pass wild horses, a coyote, even a brave jackrabbit crosses in front of the truck. He says every living thing has a story, and each story comes with a teaching. And I always tell people that every stick and stone is sacred. The rocks that you see along the road have meaning. Sometimes you refer to them as the grand, the grandfathers, the grandparents, the rocks. They have a spirit just as well. Jose drives to the holiest of rocks, Babo Kivari Peak. The Tona Otham believe their creator lives there. I asked Jose about the president's recent executive order to build a wall across the mountain range. Over my dead body will they build a wall. It's like me going into your home and saying, you know what? I believe in order to protect your house, we need to do some adjusting. And you're going to say, wait a minute, who are you to come into my house and tell me how to protect my home? And you probably tell me, get out of my house. Now, we're not saying get out of it. We, we ask for assistance in securing the border. Jose says they're asking the Trump administration to collaborate with the tribe. We're not your enemy. We're your ally. We want to work with you in protecting America. This is Earth and Bone, the podcast where we explore the ongoing battle between what tribes believe to be sacred and what Western culture thinks is fair game. I'm Laurel Morales. We arrive at Picture Rock, where Jose points to a giant wall of petroglyphs created by his prehistoric ancestors, the Hohokam. I see plants, I see animals, I see trees, a lot of animals. There's the sun. See the sun? Yeah, so this is picture rock. Not far from picture rock, Jose parks his truck beside a stream at the base of Babo Kivari. He used to visit every month, but says he's been too busy lately. He stops and lifts his face to the peak. We've got to acknowledge our creator. It's not to come him. our creator up above. Thank you for our visitors. Give them wisdom and knowledge that they may understand our way of life and why it's such an important to protect our sacred sites. I ask you to help us to understand each other so that we may respect one another. I'm pretty sure that part of the vice chairman's prayer was a message to this visitor, the one holding the microphone. Jose points to a cave about halfway up the mountain, where the Tana Atham make offerings, usually tobacco or cornmeal. In return, they ask their creator, Itoy, to watch over them, to protect them from drought, invaders, and disease. Jose warns, never go there with negative thoughts, or the mountain will swallow you whole. Instead, we decide to drive to the tribe's cultural center. They built the lavish museum a decade ago with casino revenue. Aside from the school and a few government buildings, the reservation is dirt roads, simple concrete block homes, Catholic missions, and an occasional basketball court. Well, my name is Bernard Siqueiros. I'm the curator of education here at the Tahana Autumn Nations Cultural Center and Museum. 
Sikiro says the Tana Atlam ancestral land was once much bigger. It extended down to Sonora, Mexico, and as far north as Phoenix. Of course, that was before Mexico and the U.S. went to war and defined their territories. When the soldiers came, Sikiro says his people sought refuge at Babo Kiviri, even in the winter when snow fell on the peaks. And so to escape, they walked barefooted along the ridge of the mountain north. In those days, Atham didn't wear shoes. Uh, this elder told us that there was a trail of blood uh, from the cuts in the, in the feet of these Atham in the rocks and the snow. Though still the second largest reservation in the country, the Tana Atham Nation is much smaller today. In 1854, the U.S. paid Mexico for what is today southern Arizona and New Mexico. The tribe was never consulted. The Tahona Atham boundary still runs south of the Mexican border. Tribal members are U.S. citizens who can cross freely into Mexico. But since September 11th and an inpouring of people from the south, the Tahona Atham are restricted to one entry point on the reservation or U.S. ports of entry hours away. Not that long ago, the Tana Atham welcomed strangers. They were taught by elders to give water, food, and shelter to those in need. For several years, Mike Wilson filled water barrels across the reservation. It's part of our cultural DNA uh, to offer hospitality. But when I started putting out water in 2002, you saw the influx, just the sheer numbers. The police department estimated then that there were about 1,500 migrants crossing from Sonora into the Thorn Autumn Nation per day. So those numbers exhausted this tradition of hospitality. So many don't survive the brutal journey through the desert. Police say in 2010, half of Arizona's migrant deaths occurred on the Tono Autumn Nation. Wilson says the tribal government has to take some responsibility for that suffering. The sanctity of human life is greater than any sacred site. The tribe has asked for help from the federal government, and a decade ago agreed to a vehicle barrier along the border. But it hasn't prevented people from crossing or dying. President Trump says his plan to build a wall, to hire 5,000 more federal agents, and to triple the number of immigration and customs enforcement agents will stop them. We are going to get the bad ones out, the criminals and the drug deals and gangs and gang members and cartel leaders. The day is over when they can stay in our country and wreak havoc. Many Tana Atham worry the increased militarization will turn their homeland into a police state. At this point, it's unclear what power a simple executive order has. Rob Williams is a professor at the University of Arizona's Indigenous Peoples Law and Policy Program. You know, we're really in legal limbo, and I think that's a cause of, of great anxiety on the part of tribal peoples. We're not quite sure what this administration intends to do with executive orders, uh, whether it intends to push through this wall through congressional legislation, appropriating the land, or simply attempting to command Indians that they have to cooperate with the federal government. If the Tahona Otham decide to sue the federal government, arguing the religious value of their land, then they will be dealing with antiquated laws. The problem is that the, the guys who wrote the First Amendment uh, were busy killing Indians at the same time. It was George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. Uh, and when they wrote the First Amendment, they weren't thinking of Indian religion as being included uh, in the bundle of rights that that amendment sought to protect. 
As we wait for the president's plan to unfold, Vice Chairman Verlin Jose has invited him to Babo Kivri. Jose believes only then, when sitting amidst the army of Saguaros and the creator E. Toy, will the president understand he needs to work with the tribe. This is Earth and Bone. I'm Laurel Morales.